Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Congratulations, Marion. Marion knew that the flower synonymous with Easter is the Easter lily. It is 4.09 on Calgary Today. We know we are not out of the economical woods just yet, despite some key indicators pointing us in a more positive direction. That means we could see some rocky roads ahead when it comes to labor negotiations in this province. I want to take a larger look at the whole idea of labor disputes. What ultimately leads to a strike or a lockout? And can things ever be the same after a walkout? Melanie Sims, Professor of Work and Employment, University of Glasgow, she joins us today. Hello, Professor. Sims. Hi. I know your research focuses on the UK, but I think there's enough similarities between Canada and the UK that we can have a good discussion. One thing I have noticed, though, is we don't seem to have the huge strikes that we would have had in the past. Any idea why? So there's several reasons. One is because there are laws, increasingly in lots and lots of countries, there are laws that are making it harder. Certainly in the UK, we've had those laws for about 20 or 30 years now. And they've been very explicitly targeted at reducing um, the ability of unions to take strike action or to take legal strike action more accurately, which means that there's been a general downturn. Um, But I think also there's been a shift in where unions uh, have been able to organise, both in your country and in mine. And very often unions are now part of the public sector more than part of the private sector. And so in the public sector, we tend to see more um, stronger systems, stronger institutions to regulate through collective negotiation, um, collective dispute resolution, those kinds of things. And so it's kind of rarer that you get these kind of explosions, the big explosions of unrest that you might have done in a factory, for example, 20 or 30 years ago. Those still happen, but they're just much, much rarer because there are fewer factories, fewer unions around to organize them. And generally, the the workforce, the, the pattern of the workforce has changed. You touched on almost like a flashpoint, because I guess Mm. if I were to ask why do workers go on strike, someone might say, well, it's obvious they want more money. But that's not always the case, is it? No, and particularly in the public sector, we know that um, it's very often around other things. Um, So it's often around, so it can be around pay freezes. We've had a lot of pay freezes, certainly across Europe, uh, since austerity, since the financial crisis, and I know in a lot of other countries too. So it's sometimes around pay, but it can also be around pensions, which um, is the issue in a lot of, uh, in some of the disputes we've seen in the public sector in the UK. It can also be around safe working conditions. We've had disputes in the UK with the doctors around the scheduling of their shifts and different views about what's safe for patients and all sorts of things um, can actually be the the trigger and then obviously that has to become a a broader sense of injustice um, and a wider number of people really feeling that that's an issue worth taking action about. And I'm glad you gave those examples because as you say, ultimately, if you've got to make the decision that we're going to walk off this job, it better be a, a pretty big issue that I'm walking off for. 
Oh, yeah. We've, uh, in the universities in the UK, we've been on strike now for about five weeks. Not constantly. There have been a few working days in that time. And I can certainly tell you from my pay packet, it's hurt, <laughs> hurt my finances quite a lot. But we're fighting over pensions. And I think people do understand that in the longer term, if we're able to get a better deal on the, the value of our pensions in the long term, then it's probably worth a bit of, a bit of um, you know, penalty now, <laughs> a few cutbacks now to be able to, to get that longer term security of um, finance in your older age. And that would be a key issue here as well. All right. So workers ultimately make that decision to walk out. But what does that mean? Because you really have no idea how long a labor disruption, a strike is going to last. Absolutely. And that's where it can get really tense. And I think it's tense. Any negotiation is tense. Anyone who's bought or sold a house, got married, got divorced, knows how difficult it is to, to negotiate in life. And when you make that a collective negotiation where you've got negotiators who are having to anticipate what their membership will feel on both sides, on the employer's side and on the worker's side, it's really, really challenging. And sometimes they get it wrong. Uh, sometimes, you know, the deal is rejected by one side or the other. Sometimes people feel that a deal has been reached too soon and, and a compromise has been agreed. And actually, you could have got more if you fought on a little bit longer. And those are really challenging for any unions, any collective negotiation. That's just tough, tough territory. Well, and that's the the ultimate question is, does anyone ever win after a strike? Well, and that keeps people who study labour relations in business, like me Mm. in business, um, very often what we find is the compromises that are made and, and the way people have behaved during the dispute carries on influencing things for a lot, lot longer than you might expect and certainly a lot longer than managers expect and governments expect and people have long memories and they they remember how things have worked. And very often what you find uh, is that sort of a withdrawal of goodwill uh, from staff. It's very difficult to get people to go above and beyond um, if an employer has behaved uh, quite, quite, you know, in a way that that the workers think is unfair or unreasonable Um, and vice versa. It, It can be, you know, really quite difficult to get back to anything normal if the managers feel that the workers have been unreasonable. So it's that mm. ongoing pattern of day-to-day negotiations in your, your, your work relationship that actually become really very strained for quite a long time after a labour dispute. And you can't forget the customer. Let's say in a case of a public sector, a public service, customers can be affected by it as well. And so you've still, you've got to mend those ways as, as well. How do companies then moving forward say, yes, we have this disagreement and it led to this labor dispute but now we're trying to build new relationships and better relationships i think it can be really um, it can be really challenging and particularly if the customers do think that the, the workers have some sort of legitimate point so the students can see that that their education is suffering maybe because there's there's a, a problematic issue that, that the union is negotiating over or maybe that the patients are worried that the hospital is unsafe because of the the shifts that, that doctors are having to work I think then the managers have to work super hard to convince um, patients or, or or students or whoever it is, that actually they have listened and they've done something to to address that. I think on the other side, um, you know, it it can be, it depends who your customers are and it depends on the issue. I mean, many of our train drivers, for example, um, who are some of the most common groups who walk out, 
um, they, they actually don't have much day-to-day -day interaction with the customer. It's an inconvenience at the moment you can't get your train, but beyond that, well, you know, it's it, it, they'll be next week you'll be yes. able to get your train perfectly okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're right. It, it depends on the customer and how you re rebuild that. Well, um, good luck, I guess, with your labor dispute, Melanie. Thanks so much for weighing in on this one for us. Thank you very much. Melanie Sims, Professor of Work and Employment, University of Glasgow. 417, let's check that drive home.